My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this, the, what is today? 28th day of July 2022, coming to you from Forest in Central Virginia, Bedford County, uh, what has turned into be an absolutely nutty morning, started off a little on the slow side. Uh, the main story today was supposed to be Norwegian cruise ship Dodge's Venice banned, and then we had breaking news literally as I was posting the show for today. Uh, breaking news popped up that JetBlue agrees to buy Spirit Airline. So we got both of those stories coming up this morning. Today, folks, is National Chili Dog Day. You know what to do. Let's go have a chili dog for lunch. Maybe for dinner. Actually, we had chili dogs a couple nights ago for dinner. Cruise ship sailing today from North American ports. From Baltimore, you got Enchantment of the Seas, Charleston, Carnival Sunshine, Port Canaveral, the Carnival Freedom, Miami, the Disney Dream, Mobile, Carnival Ecstasy, Galveston, Carnival Breeze, Seattle, the Norwegian Sun. That's the only ship sailing today that I've been on, as a matter of fact. From Vancouver, we got the Star Breeze, both the cruise and the land packages. Anchorage, the Silver Muse sails, and Fairbanks, we've got land packages for the Norwegian Jewel. In addition to the breaking news and the Norwegian ship dodging the Venice ban, we've also got the Seaborne Adventure sailing, Aida expands recruitment, Tradewind cancels their season, and a whole lot more live here this morning at 11 o'clock. If you're listening by the podcast, always welcome aboard. Uh, you can always access the, podca- access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, 
or wherever you get your podcasts from. In the description to the podcast, um, there'll, there'll always be a link to for the video feed if you want to hop over and check out any pictures or clips that we may have used on that day's show. There's also a link to the New York Times piece on me that was uh, uh, on their podcast here last week. Feel free to check that out. Now, I debated about how to handle one thing today, folks, and I decided the best way is just to be shoot straight. There was some misunderstanding, possibly, or not quite understanding the position I'm in yesterday when I posted the results from my visit with the oncologist. So I want I want to make a couple things clear because I don't want to have misled anybody in any way, shape, or form. The good news yesterday that I got was that the liver function is fine. So this new chemo is not affecting my liver. That's good. The news that I got that I said was just okay, that everybody seemed to go bonkers over was the fact that my PSA has leveled. That's not a good sign, folks. Yes, it's better than it's continuing to go up. But my PSA is in the red zone. So if my PSA does nothing but level, I'm going to die. We have to have the PSA to come back down to get me out of that red zone. So, yes, obviously it's better than if it was going up. But don't get the cart before the horse here. We got to get the numbers coming down. The other thing that was encouraging is my oncologist says, go on cruises. You just keep, if you feel like it, if you don't have any major side effects, which so far I have not. She says, by all means, I'd rather have you on a cruise and be happy than be at home and be unhappy. I said, okay. I can deal with that. All right, we'll be back with all this crazy new stuff after a break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.
All right, the breaking news story this morning, uh, first thing has to do with, of course, the uh, JetBlue's JetBlue Airways today announced it would purchase Spirit Airlines, a combination that would create America's fifth largest airline. The announcement comes a day after Spirit pulled the plug on a deal to merge with Frontier. JetBlue had been pursuing a hostile bid for Spirit even while Spirit sought shareholder approval for a lower-priced deal with Frontier. Spirit had continually expressed concern whether regulators would approve a deal with JetBlue, but shareholders had balked at accepting Frontier's less valuable cash and stock offer than they had in JetBlue's all-cash offer on the table. JetBlue's CEO, Robin Hayes, said the deal will be a fruit will be fruitful for investors and passengers. Industry experts have said the deal could lead to higher fares across the industry. A frontier spirit deal by contrast would have brought together two airlines that have very low base fares, neither airline says first class or business class seats. The presence of spirits or frontier on a route typically forces larger airlines such as American United and Delta to offer more seats at their lowest price fare. JetBlue may argue that it charges less than the larger network carriers, but its airfares are higher than Spirit and Frontiers, and JetBlue plans to reconfigure the Spirit planes if it acquires the airline to add first-class seating. For that reason, it's possible that the JetBlue deal for Spirit will face strong antitrust scrutiny from the U.S. Department of Justice, particularly if the Justice Department views the acquisition as harmful to consumers. The proposed JetBlue Spirit deal is smaller than many airline mergers of recent decades, which turned the 10 largest airlines into four mega carriers that control 80% of the U.S. air traffic. But the Biden administration has taken a much more aggressive stance on questions of antitrust law and vowed to promote greater competition within the airline industry. So this is not a completely sold deal. However, the deal announced today would pay Spirit shareholders $33.50 per share in cash including a prepayment of $250 per share in cash payable upon Spirit stockholders' approval of the transaction even before the deal closes. JetBlue will pay Spirit shareholders an additional $0.10 a month for any delay in closing after December of this year, which could raise the price to $34.15 a share. And if regulators block the deal, JetBlue will pay Spirit 70 million and its shareholders would get an additional 400 million. Spirit will have to pay Frontier 25 million to cover costs Frontier incurred during the merger discussions. If JetBlue is able to close its deal for Spirit within the next 12 months, Spirit will own uh, will owe Frontier an additional 69 million. Last night, when the deal with Spirit was terminated, Frontier expressed regret 
but vowed it will be able to grow even without the merger. JetBlue and Spirit said that they expected to seek approval for the deal from Spirit shareholders this fall and from regulators by early 2024. The airline said they expected to close the transaction no later than the first half of 2024 with plans to begin operating as a single carrier by the first half of 2025. So that's the breaking news this morning. Now, today's main story was to have been before that. Norwegian Jim tried the new way to visit Venice on its most recent sailing, an eight-day round-trip Greek Isles itinerary from Trieste, Italy, that also included ports of call in Croatia. The Venice port of call was originally planned to dock at the industrial port of Marghera on the Italian mainland west of Venice. In passing the famous island, In passing the famous island city, the cruise ship anchored outside the canals and used several small motorboats as tenders, delivering approximately 1,500 passengers directly to St. Mark's Square in the heart of Venice. The small boats returned in the evening to pick up passengers. The tendering was proved by the Venice Port Authorities, but not by local governors. At this time, no other cruise lines have resorted to tendering into Venice, nor have other Norwegian line ships used tendering while visiting. This summer, Norwegian Epic, Norwegian Jade, and Norwegian Escape are also offering Mediterranean sailings, though none of the ships include Venice as a port of call. Different groups in Venice have been arguing for and against large cruise ships for years. While the ships do bring large numbers of tourists to the city, which helps the local economy. Bigger vessels also cause more environmental damage to the fragile marine habitat and erosion of the city's ancient foundations. During the months of lockdown in 2020, when there were not boats of any kind, large or small, transiting through the sinking city's famous canals, it was noted that the water cleared dramatically and appeared to be able to recover from overuse but only if sufficient time to rest. In August 20 of 2021, Italy banned ships over 25,000 gross tons from using the large Geodeca Canal to enter Venice, which cut off cruise ships from docking at St. Mark's Square. Since the cruise industry research, cruise ships have used several alternatives to keep Venice on their Mediterranean itineraries, some ship dock at nearby Porto Marghera, then use buses for the 30 to 40 minute drive into Venice. Other vessels dock much further away at either Trieste or Rabina. Trieste is located northwest of Venice along the northern coast of the Adriatic Sea. Ravenna is south of Venice on the mainland's west coast. Both cities are about a two hour drive from Venice which dramatically reduces the time passengers can spend in Venice.
If tendering is successful, though there will undoubtedly be protests about the influx of passengers, tendering into Venice could become the new normal for Mediterranean cruises. Also up for discussion is whether or not cruise ship passengers who visit the city via tendering will be required to pay the soon-to-be levy day-trip visitor fee, which goes into effect January 2023. It ranges from 3 to $11 per guest, depending on how busy the day is in the port. So, that's what's happening in Venice. Norwegian Jim pulled a quickie, and it worked. Who knows if that's going to last, what the governors will do, whether they will accept it or not. That's all still up in the air. After some delays, Seaborne Venture, Seaborne's first ultra-luxury expedition ship, welcomed its first guests on board yesterday in Tromso, Norway. The vessel is sailing north on a 12-day cruise to the Arctic and the Svalbard Archipelago, home of polar bears, seals, and puffins. Boy, the tongue's having trouble with that one. With the changing times, Carnival-owned Seaborne took its time to launch its newest vessel, delaying their arrival from April this year to now. This ensures the ship is up to date with the most common systems available for health and safety, giving guests peace of mind while they explore the furthest reaches of our planet. Seaborne is not new to expedition cruises. Seaborne Quest was outfitted to explore the Antarctic region in 2010, a task that Seaborne Venture will now be taken over. The vessel has space for 264 guests in the 132 all-veranda suites, originally scheduled for delivery in July 2021. The build was delayed by the pandemic and several other issues. The inaugural season of uh, the ultra-luxury ship will see her sailing a series of 12 to 15-day voyages exploring the Arctic, Greenland, and Iceland, and the Canadian Arctic Archipelago. From October 2022, the ship will be heading south to the Antarctic, stopping in the Caribbean, Central America, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, and Chile on a series of 10 to 14-day voyages. From November, Seaborne Venture will be based in Ushuaia, Argentina, the most southern city in the world from where she will be sailing the Southern Ocean. The ship's destination include Antarctic Peninsula, the Waddell Sea, South Georgia, and the Falkland Islands. During each cruise in Antarctica, guests will have the chance to board Zodiacs for landings and cruising along the uh, Antarctic Peninsula, seeing wildlife such as whales, seals, and penguins up close, optional excursions such as kayaking, and the ship's submarines will also be available, allowing guests to explore the vast frontier below sea level. In March and April of 2023, Seaborne Venture will embark on a series of seven to 12-day expedition cruises in Brazil and the Amazon Basin. 
Now, this ain't cheap, folks. Uh, and there's a lot more going ahead in their schedule. But you're looking at a price range of from five grand to thirty-five thousand per person. However, there are a number of cruises, not all, but a number of cruises with no single supplement. So still it's not cheap. All right, Aida taking a pretty cool approach. And a very proactive approach to crew recruitment. Aida Cruises uses Instagram Live as its streaming platform for Aida job date, enabling the German cruise line to reach the German labor market and anyone who may be interested in a job on board and getting to know the company. Explain Michael Caston, head of talent acquisition at AIDA Cruises, quote, with the new and entertaining live format of the AIDA job date, potential crew can learn about their future dream job and virtual events and engage with AIDA employees in a relaxed atmosphere about life and work on our ships. AIDA plans to expand these activities further to possibly include Facebook, YouTube, and other social media platforms. Job candidates in Germany can apply via AIDA Career Portal Jobs Suisse. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm probably killing that one. And AIDA Career which is would be the German pronunciation of our career, and will be invited to go online recruitment day, Kasten explained. So they've come up with a very interesting way of recruiting folks. Kasten noted that about 70% of the crew sailing with AIDA come from Asia, specifically the Philippines, India, Indonesia, and Sri Lanka. The balance comes from Europe, including 25% from Germany. Crew that does not know or speak German are offered language courses in their home countries and training on board via online tools. Congratulations to AIDA. All right. Finally, this morning, that's not the right picture. <laughs> Finally, this morning, Tradewind Cruises, you remember the, the tall ships? We've talked about them before. Dave Monk uh, uh, had given us this information. I think it was first uh, on this channel probably two months ago. Well, Tradewind Voyage has suspended sailings until October as it continues to restructure its operation and financing after sanctions were imposed on its main lender, Russian-based bank VTB Germany, the tall ship line suspended cruise sales last month and warned the trade and passengers to expect cruise cancellation. 
DIV group, owners of Tradewind, and the line confirmed at the time that they were receiving financial advice after sanctions were imposed against VTB Germany. Affected passengers will automatically be issued a refund from Tradewind's trust account, the line said, adding that no further action is required from customers. The line, by the way, folks, canceled the entire season. The line has been hit by a series of setbacks, including choosing to cancel the 21-22 winter season and concerned over COVID restrictions in the Caribbean and the first Golden Horizon vessel being arrested in Dover following a financial dispute. And again, Chili's Cruises had this story originally from our friend Dave Monk several months ago. And now it's come to pass. All right, that's it for the news this morning, folks. Let's jump over and see who's in the chat room fussing at me. Bonnie's with us. Hi, Bonnie. Haven't seen you for a while. I know we've talked several times. Cindy's with us. Mike's here. Hope PSA result was satisfactory. Good morning, Chili. Sorry, I didn't realize you'd gone public with your results. Yeah, I, I just posted it on a, um, a Facebook site yesterday, and then people assumed that by the PSA leveling that that was just terrific news. Well, no, that's not terrific news. Uh, I need the PSA to come down. It's better than going up. I'm not disputing that part of it. I just don't want anybody to think, oh yeah, this, this is doing great. Yeah, well, I'm not that I'm not that far along yet. Lizzie Lou's with us. Hi, Lizzie. Sonny's here. Leveling result is progress. Maybe next result will be where it's going down. Sonny, and I'll be the first one to be screaming at the top of my lungs if that happens. Um, and yes, clearly that's what I'm hoping for. And so is my oncologist. Uh, but I mean, she warned me about, you know, you know let's, let's take it in, in, in time. Yeah, let's tread water a little bit here. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So, um, but yeah, that, that's obviously what I hope for. And it's very much a possibility in the, the time frame that I've been on, you know, not been on this drug yet a full month because um, I haven't started on, I don't start on my second, you know, $11,000 prescription until uh, the next week. So, uh, yeah, yeah let's, we're, we're not a full month into it. So to see some movement, yes, that's terrific. And to, the fact that it's leveled, yes, that part is wonderful. But we got to get it to come down. Did the oncologist say if the new medication is supposed to start working immediately or if it will take a few months to get the PSA down? You don't know. She didn't know. There's no way of knowing. There's no way of knowing if it will work if it, or if it stays like this. There, I just We don't know. It's just going to take time, Bonnie. Uh, obviously, I'll have a better handle in three three weeks is when I go back. 
I also have the Lupron injection again. And that's a nasty shot, but uh, that's okay. Uh, but that'll be in three weeks. So it's before the next cruise. So as long as I don't have any major side effects, I'm good to go on the next cruise. I have to decide if I'm going to shave or not. Right now, I'm on strike against. It makes razor blades anymore. Gillette. Okay. I'm on strike against Gillette for to save elephant tusks. I don't know. That makes no sense. Hot Air Tom says, I don't see that reading as a concern. I, I don't see that reading as a concern yet. Nothing works immediately. It probably has showed the increase first and then a de decrease will occur in the next weeks. That's what I'm hoping for too, Hot Air. Um, and no, I didn't get upset over the fact that it's leveled. I just didn't want anybody to get overly pet, uh, uh, optimistic until we actually have something to be optimistic about. And leveling, while that's clearly a good sign, is not the optimistic place that we need to be. So that's all. Nikki's here. Hi, Nikki. M's here. Hi, Emily. Katie's with us. My vacation ends tomorrow. I'll start driving home. Your vacation ends already? Where has the summer gone, Katie? Holy Hannah. Safe travels from Emily says. I agree. <laughs> Nikki says, it seems like you just got there. I agree with that. I'm glad you got to enjoy some time on Martha's Vineyard. When you get back to Florida, it's going to be hot. Wish you could stay longer, Katie. Uh-oh. We got the... Uh, we got the, uh, the, what do you call that? Um, porn, uh, porn folks again. Try refreshing the page. Now I'm not going to refresh the page. Huh. It won't let me block it. Okay, so you just got to put up with the porn uh, star here this morning. I'll block it when I can get into it again. Um, Emily says, I think I'm feeling better than I did the past two days. Where is Jason to get rid of the naked uh, bad person? Uh, ban the sex bomber. Okay. Thank you, Jason. Yay, Jason, Emily says. Bonnie says, thank you. <laughs> I was wondering where you were. I was here. Don't worry. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that. Lizzie's with us. Had the same uh, sex bomber on Paul and Carol last week. God, that's that's ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. When is your next cruise, Hot Air Tom? Hope you get answers tomorrow. Uh, hot air. That's from Sunny. 
hot air is just not too comfortable today. Wow. More porn. <laughs> Got them again, he says. Can't you just affect the user? He did. Yeah, they keep coming in on different uh, different uh, emails and I don't know. Jason needs a bigger hammer. <laughs> he has multiple accounts. Yeah, he sure does. Like we need a bigger boat to avoid sailfish. So. Do we need to donate a new shaver to Chili or is the beard in the plan? I don't know. I just, I just been lazy about it the last couple of days. Uh, you know. Yeah, I had a beard once before. I've had a beard several times before. Uh, I'm kind of curious to know how gray my beard's got since my hair actually came back probably better than it was pre-chemo. The beard had gotten pretty gray before. So I might let it go for a while just to see. I don't know. And the other thing is to see how it looks after a few days. And I might get tired of it too and just, you know, do away with it in a hurry. Bonnie says, I keep reporting and blocking. Wonder why. YouTube can't figure out that they're sex bombers. He's growing a beard for views. Yeah, not really. I hadn't thought about it one way or the other. Mustache and goatee. I, I'm just, I, so far, all the only thing I did was to, uh, you know, trim under the neck to keep it from itching. But we'll see. I don't know yet. When's your next PSA test? Lizzie wants to know. Three weeks. Three weeks, and then we then we have we'll have a better handle then. And I mean, hopefully, we'll I'll be celebrating then. You know, that would be terrific. Emily says didn't notice about chili till you said something. Yeah, well, it's. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I just, you know, I'm I, I've never been one to keep a beard very long. Gretchen's here. Morning, everybody. Sorry, I'm so late. That's okay, Gretchen. I will beat you with three noodles. New AC, Tom. Yes, it was installed on Tuesday. Awesome. The old unit was already very low on coolant, which had been charged the prior Monday. But at least I know the decision to replace was correct. Okay, very good. I wish I could go on strike and stop shaving, but I have furry legs. Now, my legs are not very furry. There's a little down there, but not much. Gretchen says, we were lucky to get ours so fast. My husband knows the guy. Cool. Okay, let's quit talking about shaving legs. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Just saw a post that RCCL is dropping COVID testing for short cruises. Uh-huh, that that had not come out this morning, uh, so and I have not gotten anything from uh, Royal Caribbean yet, so it might still. Well, no, I haven't gone over and checked emails either. Uh, if that's the case, if Royal Caribbean drops testing for short cruises, I'll probably get something up uh, later today. And by the way, this morning, one of the reasons that it got so nutty today is that John reminded me at the last minute that today is Cruz Amigos Day, and I hadn't set anything up yet. So I had to scramble to get Cruz Amigos set up for this afternoon. So it is this afternoon at 1 o'clock Central Time, 2 o'clock Eastern Time, 7 o'clock UK Time, be the Cruz Amigos. So make sure you guys uh, join us for that one. All right, that's going to wrap me up today. I'll go check on Royal Caribbean. That would be a big story if that is, in fact, true. So uh, if you're new to this channel, appreciate thumbs up at all times. We always appreciate the thumbs up. And uh, if you have not subscribed, please consider doing so. We do this every day live at 11 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time with travel and cruise industry news and whatever else is happening in the travel and cruise world. So for today, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all meet on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, Ports of Call, Cruises Themselves, Chili Chats, and Travel and Cruise Industry News, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing. But I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.